there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for Coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career double shot K-Cup with my guest, Samson Styles. Before we get into killing beef, because there is so much there, you've just alluded to it. Can you take us into the process of making a documentary film? What are all the moving pieces that you as a filmmaker are juggling? Well, well, there's uh, first of all is knowing your story. Right. What's the story that you want to tell? So Killing Beef, we filmed that off and on for 10 years and finally completed it in 2018. But my wife and I started it in 2008, you know, but we will get bogged down with the daily routines of life. And, you know, and, and push this to the side. And then, you know, we pick up when, when we can until we finally got it completed. And during that time, the story's changed. But generally, when doing a documentary, you know the story that you want to tell. You have to do some research. You have to really do some research and make sure that um, you get credi- credible people to basically give their insight to every facet of the story that you're telling so if we're talking about me or the kids, what they're dealing with in education, we have to have some educators there. We have to have superintendents and deans of schools. And so then we mark out our, our hit list. We, we're going to have to have police if we're talking about crime. We're going to have to have prosecutors. We're going to have to have people that basically will lend to the story and give it credibility and to be able to give it some professionalism, not just people talking about what they feel. We have to, you know, give it some substance, some factual substance, right? So then Thais is very good at locating everyone I needed for interviews from the mayor of Newark, New Jersey, and the mayor of Mount Vernon, all the way to the Bloods, some crips from Lincoln Projects and Lower East Side. You know, she made sure that I got to everyone that I needed to to make sure that the film told the correct story. And another thing you have to make sure you do is tell the other side of the story as well. One of former Attorney General of Jersey seen the documentary and he said that he thought it was going to be one-sided at first. You know, and he's a prosecutor. He voted for Trump. He's, he's very conservative. And he said, after he seen the doc, he had to give the thumbs up because I answered his questions as well. So I was like, okay, so that means we did our job, right? Because you want to be able to think for the other people that may be opposing which your view, and you have to tell that side as well. So after you do all the interviews, right, you have to transcribe the interviews. So if you interviewing 20 people and you spoke to them for an hour, you have to transcribe now, you know, 
20 hours worth of um, interviews. Then you got to go through all the interviews and make sure that you tell the story now using what they're saying. So that's a process in itself. And then you write your script. So after you write your script, you done shot the interviews, you have to make sure that you get B-roll to go with the, the footage that you, I mean, the interviews, so that it's just not a bunch of talking heads. You have to give some visual stimulation that goes with what they're saying. So, for instance, if someone is talking about in 1989, the police corruption at the 77th precinct was da-da-da-da-da, you have to be able to show that, right, while they talk. So then you pull in footage and you pull in still pictures and, and things to go with what the interviewer is saying or what the story is saying. And then I'm going through it briefly. Yes. <laughs> so then after, you know, then after doing that, you basically have to start your editing. So you have your edits on paper first. It's a paper edit. So you have your your storyline, you have your time codes, in and outs on what interview is what, saying what at what time, and then you, you know, you start editing. You put that on your timeline, which is a whole nother process. So that's one way of doing a documentary, which is called, um, you know, that's basically like a narrative. You may have voiceover to help narrate some of the story that maybe someone is missing. Or maybe that something is missing, you know, you do some voiceover to fill that in to basically explain what's going on. That's one way of storytelling. And then you have verite documentaries, which we did with our first one, Brooklyn Girls Fight Club, which is that you follow the people and they actually tell the story. And that takes long and it's harder to do. And there's no narrative, right? With the verite, there's no script. Right. I mean, you do a script afterwards. People say they don't, but I mean, but you you have to. You have to look at the footage and know and, and still splice it to have it make sense. But for the most part, you following individuals and letting them tell the story without any voiceover. You may have a card that displays that they may say, uh, now Stephanie Curse went to prison for two years and a card might pop up, you know, and now it shows uh, her friends getting ready to go visit her. So now you see that, you know, what's going on like that. So there's different ways of doing it. And, and it depends. Verite can be easier sometimes if the person is a character and can tell the whole story just in following him for a week. And you're like, oh, wow, we got the story. You know, the whole story. Just following him. But then there's the thing of setting up cameras, making sure the sound is right. It's, it's a lot of technical stuff that goes into it to make the quality what it's supposed to be. And now with these phones, what I learned, you had interviewed one of my mentors, Michael Rosenblum, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And he, I learned a lot from him, too, with the boot camp that he has, how to just use your iPhone. Yes. And get a lot of the work done that you need to get. So even in Killing Beef, some of the scenes, a lot of the B-roll is shot with the iPhone incredible and i'll make sure to include a link to michael's time for coffee episode in the show notes to this episode as well so our listeners can can check him out and learn more about the courses that michael teaches 
Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.